are you doing today? Thank you so much for being here. My name is Alexis, and this is Evolving Truths, a podcast about personal experiences turning into the lessons that make us grow as human beings. In just a second, you'll meet Shannon, aka my mom. Today's conversation is part two of inspiration. We share a variety of sources and end up having a few aha moments of our own. I cannot wait to hear what inspires you after you listen to this episode. Without further delay, I present to you conversation number five of Evolving Truths. Hi. Hi. Is that a bracelet or hair ties on your wrist? They're hair ties that look like bracelets that I paid extra money for, but I like the brand and have been following her for years and she's a boss bee. Who is it? Solvation is the company. Oh, I think I follow them too. Leah. I originally started following her when I moved to Denver and I feel like her and I would be awesome friends. (laughs) The headbands, Solvation Society. Yeah. I definitely would oh, say yeah. that I the have best like a woman crush on had. her. You have a girl crush on her? Um, yeah. Well, I just really admire her and her bravery. She started around the time that I should have. And she did it and I didn't. Mm. So no reason to should on yourself, Lexus Ray. Life <laughs> happens. Life happens as it should and what it's meant for someone. Sure, we can look back at things and go, huh, we all can have those things, but you're still alive. Oh, yeah. still here. I 100% know that I was not ready. I had to go through my emotional becoming to be where I am right now. And she just hit that point in her life at a different age. That's all. But I really, if we're talking about women that inspire us, here we go. Look at that. We just dove right in. Here we go. And those are really cute. They're also on sale. Uh, yeah. (laughs) And they come in different colors. Totally. My pack was olive green, tan, and black. Solvationsociety.com. Shout out to them. This is not sponsored. This is not anything, but I do follow them. You follow them. You've gotten some of their stuff. And as soon as we're done chatting, I'm going to be making me an order. Oh, I've been following her for years and she moved to Denver not long before I did. And I found her because at that moment in time, she was super into jeeping. And I thought that I wanted to go back to jeeping like four by four. So I started looking up Jeep accounts and came across her and have been following her since then. What an interesting way to find her. Oh yeah. Through jeeping. Totally. I think I followed because of headbands. Oh yeah. Her Um, thing is that they have butter soft headbands. I just never bought them because I'm not a headband person. Yeah, but I do like the ties and I, they look cool on your wrist, like fun little bracelet. And then maybe I'll try a headband too. Love it. Okay. Well, inspiration. We just kicked it off. That's one. I look up to women that do what they freaking set their mind to go do because I have been like them in past lives. I have not been like them and now I want to go back to it and I am here. I have arrived. Red carpet. Ooh. Walk walk on it. I had not been visualizing a red carpet in my life, but now I think I might add it as a detail. There you go. Thank you, mom. Thank you. You're welcome. You deserve it. It is coming. The great news is it already exists because I can see it. I know. 
I'm really down this manifestation spiritual wormhole. I'm not even mad about it. Okay. Other things that inspire me. Do you want to know what originally brought up this question for us to now be having this conversation? Because I I don't think I told you the backstory. You did not. It was a night that I was my munchie me and was reading Women Who Run With Wolves because I have not finished the book, but ooh, I am close and it still is so right on. Any woman listening to this podcast that is considering a spiritual journey is on their spiritual journey. And when I say spiritual journey, I basically mean that a moment in time where shit's hard. So basically all of us, every woman <laughs> listening to this podcast needs to go buy this book. Yeah. Shit's hard or things are good for me, but you what else more. is there? Or yeah. can I enhance on this? I'm just going to throw that little piece in. Totally. Thank you so much. Keep helping me with that because we talked about that last time. So yes, any woman go read this book because this book is magical. It is the sisterhood of the traveling pants pants. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in forever, but I love that movie. And wow. Okay. Every person who picks up this book is going to get what they need out of it. And it is going to be a fit for them in their life at that exact moment in time. I like it. So I was reading that book and realized that Dr. Pinkola Estes, that is the author, was one of the freaking trailblazers of bringing women back to themselves. Before Glennon Doyle, love Glennon Doyle. Before Brene Brown, love Brene Brown. And before any other 21st century speaker or author. She is the original, in my opinion. And I also have limited research. So let me say that too. I'm not trying to insult anyone. I'm not trying to leave anyone out. I don't know many other sources than what I've been exposed to at this moment in time. That is my disclaimer. Thank you for listening. To me, Women Who Runs With Wolves is the original. So I closed that section that I was reading, rolled over, and was so freaking inspired, I sent you a text and was like, let's talk about women that inspire us. So here we are. Here we are. Two episodes ago, we talked about the women in close relation to us. Every single person I have met has taught me something. Then there are the core ones that are around us that really have an impact. With that being said, I have inspiration from Rachel. I have inspiration from Carly. I have inspiration from Nachi. I have inspiration from the women close to me because I have them close to me for a reason. Makes sense? It does make sense. When we did have this discussion a few weeks ago, I just talked about three people. I still have others that I would say inspire me as well. Do you want to name them? Is this a shout out moment or this week we get to talk about a bigger circle? You talk about now let's make it bigger. Yeah, mine's bigger too, but still kind of close to me. Years ago when I got to work at the domestic violence shelter, the advocates that I worked with, majority anywhere from 15 to 20 years younger than me, still very close with three of them to this day, we constantly have a group text going on. They call me mama, which I think is endearing. And I find that cute. And they've talked about what they've learned from me, but honestly, what I learned from them and continue to learn is inspiring. My best friend who I also happened to meet at the domestic violence shelter, someone who struggles with 
anxiety on a pretty solid level. And yet to chat with her, you would never know, deals with a lot of things and being able to be that safe person for her and just seeing what she's accomplished. I think that's huge. I have my running coaches. I look up to and admire the women who are in my running group currently. And the last one I was in, I have someone who I'm close to who's as what you said earlier, like, oh, she's where I should be in life, right? This friend is someone who's said, I graduated from college at, I don't even know how old she was, probably early 30s. And now at 37, just got accepted into law school, which has been a goal of hers and trying to figure out how to do that pretty much on her own um, without a lot of family support. I admire her. You inspire me. Oh, mama. Like you inspire me. You're on my list too. I learn from you all the time. As a parent, you wish you could wrap your kid in bubble wrap and seeing your child get to a space where they're able to do that for themselves and how good that feels. And knowing that some of who you are today is a result of me and your dad and the work we did as parents and what we tried to do and what we learned in trying to raise you, but you've surpassed me like you're, and I don't mean that in a comparative way. I don't mean that in a, I just mean, you're like, wow, to just get to sit and you trailblazed. Do you know that (laughs) you were my first inspiration. You were the person when I said, I'm not okay. And this is not the life that I want to be living. We're there to say like, okay, let's figure out the life that you want to live and you go do whatever you need to do. And I have your back for that. And regardless of how much I have changed or evolved or been different over the past two years, you have unconditionally loved and supported me. And we got to have these emotional revolutions and evolutions and development really not that far apart as far as years go, right? Right. Mine started in 2020. I would say yours started probably 2014. Yeah, I I would say I had a big life change in 2014, kind of knocked me to my knees, made me have to start to do some work. Yeah. And you did it completely by yourself. And we were not at a moment in time where our relationship was healthy enough enough for us to be having those conversations. And we were still figuring out boundaries and it wasn't an experience that we were sharing. Is that how you describe it? Right. Okay. You did it on your own. And I have been going through this with your love and support and was inspired by your endurance, which we can talk about the definition of endurance because that is important, your endurance to do it. And I got to see you come out on the other side and look at this beautiful life that you are living. Mm -hmm. You inspire me. Thank you, Miha. You inspire me. Every ordinary woman is inspiring. inspiration. Yep, agreed. We'll just take a moment and pause with that. So now do you want to broaden it? Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's do that. go. Okay, let's broaden it. I may not be able to name a specific person 
I believe that this is a journey for everyone, any human. (laughs) If I'm having this experience, (laughs) anyone can have this experience. And if I am achieving this level of thought and love for myself and experience, then I believe anyone can have it as well. So I want to talk about what is this experience? I am inspired by people who are willing to talk about their life experience. I am inspired by Glennon. I am inspired by Dr. Pinkola Estes. I am inspired by Brene Brown because they are talking about it. And I want to be talking about it. I want to join the conversation, which is what I think Evolving Truths is, you know, my effort to join the conversation and to do my part in reminding everyone that they're not alone and that even though the circumstances you're in are your own, when you experience sadness, the parts of your brain that light up are the same parts of my brain that light up when I experience sadness. And we can connect over that shared emotion in separate experiences. So I'm inspired by the people who talk about it. And I am finding out through these books that there are so many people talking about it. (laughs) Like I folded the page of a bibliography page because I found like three other authors I want to go find. Nice. It sounds like you're reading a lot of books. Some listening might be like, I don't have time for that. I find I read some, I tend to do more audio books, which I forget to consider is reading, but it's still reading, it's totally reading, right? But I'll do that maybe while on a trail run or a drive or something like that. Women Who Run With Wolves is a big book. It's one I've started. It's one you've said, mom, read this chapter. It's one that sometimes I think just pick it up, open to a page. That's where you need to be. That's what Lexus tells you, right? So how, Lex, do you make time or find time to read books? Like what, what, what does that look like for you? Totally. It's been a lot of work and a lot of effort and I have been committed to it. And uh, I didn't get to this point overnight. Well, let's talk about my reading progression because it has accelerated. <laughs> let's work backwards. Can we do it that way? Let's do that. Okay. Right now I am reading in the morning, part of my morning ritual, my morning routine. And the amount that I'm reading is completely dependent on the amount of time that I have. So that could mean that some days I read a page and a half, and it could mean another day I read 20 pages. The average is seven or 10, but I am committed to reading regardless of the quantity. I have had to relinquish my need for perfectionism when it comes to reading that when I pick up a book, I have to read an entire chapter. Yeah, that still sits with me. I think I've been struggling with that some when like looking at doing one of these books and going, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I love you speaking to that. Breaking it down to, I want to be a person that reads. And regardless of the amount, as long as I'm getting the habit every single day, then I'm doing it. That could be one sentence, but I took the initiative to pick up the book, open it, read a sentence, which makes me a person that reads, close the book and put it back on my nightstand. Right. 
Yeah, I'd love that. Like two weeks ago, whenever it was, we knew we're committed to being in this space, sharing it with community and doing it with one another, right? So we did that. So I really love you thinking about that of, I want to be a person who reads and whatever that looks like in the day. I love that. I do it anyways. I also have been a person that will read consistently and then fall off and then pick back up again. So I just went through a little bit of a cycle of that. And I took a small break from reading, but I found that it was shorter because in the time between my personal development books, I read a book that was lighthearted and fun and a completely different genre. It was like a rom-com book. So very different. Right. And that helped because I got to keep reading, but I wasn't having to work hard about it. So I found mixing that up helped. And going back to the perfectionism, I can read multiple books simultaneously now, whereas I used to be a cover to cover one book person at a time only. Yeah, I still kind of sit in that place, especially if I have an audiobook and I'm reading a book. And if they're kind of similar, I'll be like, wait, did that happen in the book? I thought this, it's the book. Obviously, they're both books, but I'll be like, yes. was this in the which one I was listening to book? or reading? Right. And so I haven't yet been able to do the multiple, but actually, I take that back, give myself a little bit of credit because I can listen to an audiobook and also be reading something. They'll typically tend to be a little bit different though, which I find helpful. So I like your thought too around progress over perfection. That's one of the things that the running coach who I'm currently in the group with talks about and knowing it's okay to not read an entire chapter, knowing it's okay to read a couple different books and just start working on getting myself in that space. Yeah. like I like that. Thank you. I don't have to read the way that I have told myself my whole life that I have to read. I had to change my mindset around reading. I had to give myself permission to read in whatever capacity I needed to read in, in order to be a reader. What an interesting thing. Like, where did that come from? I know I have that. All the things you described working to get over these were all things that I've had, but I don't think I ever sat you down and said, okay, Lexus, read one book at a time. Make sure you read an entire chapter, but like, where does that come from? Or maybe because books are laid out in chapters. We think when we open it, we need to read it chapter by chapter. Like, I don't know, but what can I tell you? Yeah, you can tell me you have the answer to this. This is my guess. I learned how to read in a church. And when we are reading in that church, we are reading chapters and verses and sections and entire articles and entire pieces. Truth. So to me, I think it, it came from the setting I learned to read in. Yeah. Wow. Got it. Amen. Yes. A freaking (laughs) men. And I don't mean that in any way to anyone who is going to church or is a believer of something like respect that, but I literally blew your mind. Good job thinking of that, Lex, because I was as I was saying that to you, I thought later when I go walk the dog that I'm dog sitting, I'm going to have to give some thought to this and try and figure out where did I learn? This was how I needed to read. But 
you're right. Like we take a book and we study that book start to finish. We would, we worked yes, through one book do at an a entire time. article. Yeah. And we'd a lot of times would do like a chapter unless every now and then the chapter was really big. We do half the chapter one week and the other half the next week. But for the most part, it was chapter by chapter. It was. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Crushed it. Yeah. Wow. I feel like this, what inspires us episode now episodes may, may become a trilogy. Like it, it just has grown. Well, I mean, we were talking about books and things outside of us. I find a lot of my inspiration from books. Now it has started to expand where I'm finding new music that is inspiring to me. Yeah, I've gotten some great songs from you. I went to a reggae festival, Cali Roots, at the end of May and literally found a new genre of music that I had no exposure to, and it has changed my life. It is freaking lyrics that are singing songs about how I want to be living life. I watched Moana a week ago, and that movie is all about a spiritual return to self journey. And the lyrics to those soundtracks, oh girl, you better believe I have that soundtrack on repeat. (laughs) I'm gonna have to go check out Moana now. Watch it with that lens. It is all about what happens when we return our heart to ourselves and facing the ego and oh I yeah is I put that movie on hold on I put that movie on as a light sleeper ended up staying up until one o'clock taking notes about it oh <laughs> uh, Lexus I love you that's beautiful. I feel like I had never seen it. I think the first time I watched it was with some dear friends of ours who have toddlers. And I think watching it with her. So to sit there as an adult and watch it and have this lens, but you're right because it's her going to the water. Yeah. And then following her calling. Yeah. Ignoring what family says, ignoring what tribal traditions are. She didn't, she wasn't ignoring. Yes. She was ignoring what they thought she was supposed to be doing. That is how it starts. It starts with her parents telling her, this is the life that we think you are supposed to be living. Yeah. Tell me who is a parent does not have that hope for their child. And at some point along the way has to face the bridge of I'm either going to press this so far onto them that they're going to do it and they have no choice, or I'm going to take a step back and maybe this kid can actually choose what's better for themselves. Then she chooses instead of following like, oh, this is what they're telling me is best for me. Like, no, I got to go. And she chooses this journey. I'm not remembering the movie. Like I was not up till 1 a.m. taking notes on it. I'm going to have to consider watching Moana with a notebook and pen. But if we think back to our conversation about fear, that's where their belief about the water came from and staying away from it came from a space of fear and how interesting that affected how many generations of people. And then it took this young girl going, nah, not going to do it. Also, her father attempted to go against the norm and go over the reef. But he faced a challenge. It didn't go well. He faced a hardship. He had a loss. He lost his best friend. And then after that, he was like, nope, no one goes into the water. 
Yeah. So he attempted, he was on his way, but turned back. Yeah. How many, we should, we should have that discussion one day. How many times are we trying something, doing it? And we stop just before we're there. Totally. No, that's it. So at the beginning of this episode, when I said I am inspired by women who go do what they say they're going to do, you just brought it full circle. That is inspiration to me. We don't stop right now. It's inspiring because I am trying not to stop. And I am at the point I said this to my roommate the other night. I am at the point that I am so far down this rabbit hole and like speaking my entire experience out loud that I cannot go backwards because I have to prove that what I am doing is real (laughs) for yourself. Uh, yeah. And also everyone that I'm talking to about it, (laughs) Uh, like I, I have to be successful because otherwise they will have confirmation that I was just this weird spiritual chick for a little while. Yeah. And that is not going to fly. No, that will not fly. I also think recognizing you moving forward in this journey and doing what you're doing. I mean, that's what we all do, right? Yeah. And recognizing the single parent who's working, staying up late, doing dishes, staying up late, doing laundry, staying up late, studying in a class that they're trying to do while they're working two jobs, like that is just as inspiring as because you're still going, you're still moving forward. Yeah. So I think from this inspiration is around all of us. We've talked about individuals directly close to us that have inspired us. We've broadened that a little bit with authors and how you've talked about inspiration coming from that to ordinary individuals just striving to get through their day and doing it and getting up the next day to do it and maybe being willing to look at and recognize, is there something more? Let me go get that, right? So we'd love to hear from you guys. What what does that look like in your life? Who inspires you? What I don't know, lesson have you learned or gem do you take from that? And what have you done with it? Let's fill the world with inspiration. Let's do it. Life is beautiful. We are witness to its magic. Amen, mama. Thank you all. And we will see you next week. We made it. Who knew inspiration could be a topic with like 18 rabbit holes? Thank you for exploring each one with us. And now it's your turn. This week, send this episode to someone who inspires you with a message telling them why. Send some love out into the world and you are sure to get love back. Speaking of love and inspiration, if you enjoyed this episode, why not leave a five-star rating and review and follow the show on whichever player you are using. We're excited to be back next week, but until then, remember, Life is beautiful, and we are witness to its magic. Have a good one. You are listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, produced and edited by Alexis Lopez, associate producer Shannon Day, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. For more information about Shannon and Alexis and to find ways to connect to this community visit EvolvingTruthsPodcast.com.